0: I hate this whole continuing flux and unknownness. So sort I of feel like going, oh, enough already. So I'm wondering about the question, in
1: this unknown, in this overwhelm, in this what's next, what do I do today, that maybe Jesus is the next step to help us. What does it look like for Jesus to come to you in your lockdown? This is Messages
2: of Hope with Richard, Celia and Anna. Life can be crazy and chaotic at the best of times, even more so when we're in a pandemic. How do we
0: live each day when the future is so uncertain? I hate this whole continuing flux and unknownness and sort of feel like going, oh, enough already. What I'm hearing is a whole era of uncertainty. They're going, I don't know what
2: to make a decision on. I don't know where to go. I don't know the next step. There is no silver bullet necessarily, I just need to get through today.
0: For me, it has actually put a spotlight on the fact that, Celia, you aren't in control and you can't keep planning for the future. You have to let it go and just go with plan B, C and it's not as scary as I thought it would be, but it's still not easy.
2: Everything just seems too big and too complex and it's almost like, well, where do you start? And so. I just kind of go, well, dear God, where's the first step?
1: (laughs) There's an element that we can choose our next step in how we respond to not having a job for the next week because we're in lockdown or the next six months or whatever. So I wonder if it's about being intentional for today. Like what does it look like to live with intention today?
2: People aren't necessarily after what are the five tips to do with today or anything like that. What they're actually after is the tipping point. What gives them the hope and the help to make that step? So I reflected on the passage um, where Jesus had died and hadn't appeared yet. and The disciples were locked in the room in fear and everything was too overwhelming. They didn't know where to go, what to do. Then what happens? Jesus comes to them. And the first words he says is, peace be with you. It's not just a flippant, you know, how are you going? It's all good, isn't it? Um, It's, no, I'm giving you my peace, my wholeness, my well-being.
1: And I think that's interesting what you've just described because clients ask me this all the time. Like, it's all good to get from, you know, to be here and get here, but how do you do that? Yes. And so I'm wondering about the question of if in this unknown, in this overwhelm, in this what's next, what do I do today, that maybe jesus is the next step to help us yeah and i think that the story of the followers being locked in a room is really good for covid yeah Mm. because (laughs) even in that space jesus can come Mm. what does it look like for jesus to come to you in your lockdown
2: when the future is so uncertain every day can seem overwhelming the things we usually rely on don't work anymore. Is it possible that God could actually step in and give us the certainty we crave? How can that look? To me, it's it's those family times of just sitting around and reading something about Jesus. It was actually quite encouraging and inspiring to hear of Jesus and his compassion for us, that he is the bread of life. And even though the people came to him looking for food to satisfy their bellies, it doesn't turn them away. yeah.
0: So what it looks like for me, for Jesus to come, is to find that space to allow him to be there. Because very often we, we go, 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 and we actually have to stop and make that space for him to be in our lives. Give yourself five minutes to say, okay, I'm just going to sit and meditate, reflect.
1: Yeah, if you don't know God and you want to know how Jesus can come to you in the middle of lockdown, ask him, like say, God, come to me, Jesus, show up. And then just see what happens. Like you might not have any think anything has happened, or someone might literally show up on your doorstep with something that you're like, "Oh my gosh, how did you know I was out of toilet paper? Or, yeah. How did you know I was I was out of flour and I really wanted yeah. to bake a cake?" So looking for the the miracles, but further to that, looking for the ordinary him in the ordinary as well. Um, and so one thing we did during the lockdown was. On our, like, group chat thing, we just started a, what are you grateful for today? What positive thing happened? And for me, the first day, literally it was before the day even started, I posted because I was like, I've just realised that the days are getting longer. (laughs) It was, like, 10 to 7 and I could see outside instead of it being dark. Yeah, Yeah, like, super, superficial. But for me, I was just like, this is so good. The first day of lockdown and I'm being encouraged that Anna... Warm weather is coming. Yeah. It was just what I needed that. I think sometimes, you know, just saying what worked well today or where did you actually see Jesus at work?
0: I like that. Where did you see God today? I love that. It can be a person. It can be an experience. It can be sitting here and the sun's shining in my window and I'm starting to feel warm and I'm going, yeah, that could be God. For Mm. people who don't know Jesus.
1: It also could be a completely miraculous experience yep. where they're like, oh, my gosh, Jesus actually did come to me in lockdown when nobody else knew I prayed that prayer. It, it does that's happen. That's the miracle of what happened when Jesus died and then he shows up. It was like that could never consciously happen in our humanness. Like
0: that, mm. we never would have expected that to happen. And I like that idea of look for the miracle, mm. believe that miracles can happen. And you, it doesn't have to be a, oh, my gosh, I couldn't walk and now I can. But there are little miracles every day. Yeah.
2: The Mm -hmm. thing I liked about what you were saying was because I've heard the gratitude stuff, I've heard the look for God stuff, but I've never really connected them like how you connected them. So it's not just about being thankful for something good, but it's actually who's behind that.
0: Yeah, that is God just reassuring me every day. He probably shows me thousands of ways that he loves me and I just take it for granted.
2: So when things are so overwhelming, it can be easy to miss the good stuff. Coming up, we're going to talk about some intentional things that we can do to help us feel connected with God and with each other. You're listening to Messages of Hope. When you're feeling out of sorts and overwhelmed, what are the little things that you can do that help? Anna... What can you do?
1: I'm a routine person. So for me, a little thing is keeping my routine the same. So literally breakfast every morning, cup of tea, shower, and I spend some time with God and just kind of connect and get grounded for the day. Other times it's like, well, in the evening I've had a really big day and I just want a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah. different. I, I a think little it's treat. Different. Yeah, yeah, a treat. Yeah. Oh.
2: Reflecting on what you're saying there, there's a bit of a routine, but it's also places. So there's a place for that and a place mm-hmm. for this and mm-hmm. a place what do you mean? What? So um, kind of like don't mess the areas. <laughs> so in a way, so, oh, so obviously the bedroom's for, for sleeping, there's a okay. the bathroom, okay, the bathroom stuff happens then then it's you go down, then there's a kitchen food. So, yeah, food. so, so it so helps. Don't me eat
0: breakfast get at your desk. Mind, yeah. yeah, in
2: the space. And yes. then desk office is office. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that way I know when I walk in there, that's mm-hmm. my next step to do. Or for walk out of there then it's, all right, switch it off. Yeah.
1: Another thing for me is exercise, even if it's just walking around the block. Like it doesn't have to or be a big your workout or backyard if
2: are you can do, so just do. fresh air. Yeah.
0: I yeah. thought yeah. we went out
2: at the back of the other day with the dog and he was happy to sit in the sun, so I'm just going to stay out here for a little bit too. And
0: allowing yourself to have that, that yeah. permission to actually
1: sit and enjoy the sunshine. Mm-hmm. And there are moments that we see the miracles that we were talking about, oh, you know, yeah. like yep. it's sitting in the sun and actually just being like, wow, the sun's actually shining. Smell That's the great. roses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Change the yeah. scenery can change mm. your mindset. But
0: yeah, being grateful for those moments, mm. being grateful for the fact that, yes, that, that is God in my life, putting that, those yeah. two things together.
1: Yeah. So what about, like, connecting with others? Where does that sit, do you reckon, for you guys in relation to, like, it being helpful little things each day to stay motivated, stay present,
0: whatever? It's really important, actually, and sometimes I've actually forgotten to make those intentional things to connect with people. Um, I've forgotten to phone mum and it'll be like three or four days and I oh, I actually haven't spoken to mum. I think that's probably the hardest
2: thing with these uncertain times is the disconnectedness. Uh, I know in myself there's an introvertedness about me, so I'm happy to be in my own space. But then often there's the extroverted part where I'm, I want to hear or speak to someone. but And normally that would happen in my routine day. So you might bump into someone in the office or the street or wherever it might be and you're having a, just a normal conversation. Those normal conversations don't seem to happen when you're disconnected. Yeah. So normally yeah. you're ringing or speaking to someone because you've got a need yeah. or a want. and But then to actually have just a conversation how you're going, it seems a little bit weird to start with to call someone to ask how you're going
0: because yeah, yeah. You, you see that in the incidentals don't you in day-to-dayness yeah. which, which you're just saying we, we don't do we're not having those incidental moments no, no that's right and yeah. it almost when I first did it I
2: reckon the, it was this weirdness at the other end because I go oh so you just called to say hi <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like, I just wanted to much. check in how you going. And it was weird because then a week later, that person that I rang, they rang me and asked how are you going. Oh, like, that's oh, nice, okay. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it just feeds us um, and helps us. And I'm a strong believer that God works in moments. He puts moments on our hearts and our minds. It might just be a name or a memory of someone. And I think there are moments where I think that God prompts us to contact. We might not realise mm, yes. until we've actually spoken to them, they go, oh, that's why I needed to speak with them. Yeah. Or even it might be for their benefit, our benefit. You're and it's so been right. trying to be
1: intentional in that space. Yeah, yeah. And, and courageous to, to actually work. do that because it does yes. feel a bit weird when you're used to just naturally bumping into people or whatever. And like, so for you, Richard, you rang that friend and was like, hey, how are you going? And that actually would have given him courage and encouragement to to reciprocate he may Mm. or she may not have actually thought about doing that before and that then creates connection
2: which is awesome and it's also coming up with those different ways that might be unique to us it might be through a social media post or through an
0: email or it might be through a handwritten letter Mm. even to connect and thinking about people other than yourself Mm. is actually brings a lot of fulfillment to you and and maybe we are so um, you know, focused on, on how can I get through this. Mm. But that thinking of others is a really important part. Yeah. God is part of that bringing us together. Mm. I mean, he wants us to be, you know, connected Connecting. and in relationship. Yep. So I reckon those prompts that we can listen to, that we make space for, mm-hmm. to connect with people it, it is going to make it easier. Yep. And when we
2: take that step with God, with the other, it's pleasantly not surprising that they're in a similar situation to us.
0: Mm. We're all in this together. (laughs) Oh, if I hear that again.
2: (laughs) You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For more about finding hope when things are overwhelming, go to messagesofhope.org.au, where you'll find free videos, podcasts and articles to encourage you. That's messagesofhope.org.au, or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. That's one 353 I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope.